Hey everyone, welcome back to More Than Marketing. I'm your host, Arsha Mirsha, and I'm switching up the format a little bit. Uh, I used to have guests with me. Uh, now I'm going to kind of try a different format where I, I give you the latest uh, and, and most impactful kind of digital marketing news uh, and tell you my opinion on it, what it means for you, what you can do about it, and try that as an angle. Might have guests come on, might not, but for now, let's get into it. So today, uh, I want to talk about four different topics. The first of which being Microsoft, Microsoft advertising. So Microsoft controls uh, Bing and Yahoo search engines. They have their own uh, kind of ad network uh, for display as well. But Microsoft has rolled out product audiences and similar audiences. And that's now in open beta as of September of 2019. And uh, it's exciting because... It's, you know, it, it's new technologies, new features that you can use. Um, it's kind of a, about time. That's my opinion. Uh, Facebook had lookalike audiences from, I can't even remember when. It was, it was so long ago, I can't even remember. Then Google came out with, uh, you know, similar audience or expand your audience. Then LinkedIn came out. Now Microsoft's, uh, Microsoft has bought LinkedIn. So uh, now uh, Bing and Yahoo Ads has that as well. So product audiences is is similar to like a uh, Google remarketing where you know you do a search for a product and you don't buy it, and then you go about your way on the merry web and you see an ad for that product and you're like, whoa, someone's following me. Yeah, so that's Google uh, doing retargeting or remarketing specific to. Uh, the product that you're looking at. So product audience is open beta, uh, right in time for the holiday season. Um, and then it can it's triggered just like Google by product ID. So it takes someone kind of, it takes an advertiser to, to set it up. Uh, there's some technology and some tech behind it, but, you know, it's, it's pretty easy to set up relatively. And it can be really impactful to get people to come back to your site and buy the product that they were looking at, right? Then it, there are similar audiences. Similar audiences is like to expand your your remarketing audience. So let's say you have you know a thousand people that come to your site. You know, presumably those thousand people are relevant to your to your business. Well, there are tens of thousands of people who are relevant to your business. Only a thousand of them are coming to your site. Now what you can do is you can tell Microsoft, Bing, and Yahoo to say, hey, now retarget. To not only the thousand people that came to my site, but also help me expand that to people who haven't come to my site, but look like uh, the audience that is coming to my site, my visitors. Um, you know, Microsoft is using AI, machine learning, to, and and looking at you know tons of data points and variables to tell you who uh, or, or find you know these similar audiences, right? So similar leverages our ability to take partner data and extrapolate it across the Microsoft audience to improve conversion rates and ROI. Uh, there was a quote in here that similar audiences pilot advertisers saw 70% higher conversions, says Microsoft. Um, exciting thing, uh, definitely something to try out. Uh, you know, look, Bing and Yahoo ads have been really highly efficient for some uh, audience or for some of the clients that we work with. Uh, especially those that are targeting maybe an older audience or maybe an audience uh, in B2B or uh, subcontractor or government contractors um, or just non-tech savvy folks, 
right? We've we found very highly efficient uh, cost per acquisition on Bing and, and Yahoo. So definitely something to, to check out there. Uh, moving on, next, big announcement from Google. Uh, again, back in September, they rolled out their biggest search engine algorithm update since they say 10 years ago. So it's the biggest since 10 years ago. They've had several algorithms uh, come out, Penguin, Panda. It's like Google starting a zoo or something. They name them all after animals. I uh, don't know why. This one's not named after an animal, though. This one, well, actually, it might be named after an animal. So <laughs> it's named Bert, B-E-R-T, sort of like Bert and Ernie from Sesame Street. Uh, I don't know if Bert is an animal or not. No, he's not. I'm not up to my Sesame Street, but that doesn't matter. Um, Bert, if you are super uh, technical and you want to know what it stands for, is bidirectional encoder repre- representations from transformers. Now, let me uh, make that in layman speak for you. So a transformer is a word like to or from or for or no. For example, if you were to search Google for parking on a hill with no curb, before BERT, before the algorithm update, you would get a search result like the first result would be about parking on a hill with a curb, right? So it would kind of ignore the word no or otherwise uh, not give it the, the treatment that it needs. Whereas now, bi-directional encoder representation of transformer, it takes that no word, that transformer, and sees what's around it, right? No curb. Okay, curb's the next word. Great. I'm going to show you uh, a, a different result one that is about, you know, parking on a curb without a curb, uh, on a hill without a curb. Uh, another example, for instance, would be like uh, Brazil traveler to USA needs a visa, right? So before BERT, you would see something that says U.S. citizens can travel to Brazil without the red tape of a visa. Well, that's U.S. citizens going to Brazil. But if you read the, the query again, it's Brazil traveler to the USA. So now after BERT, it's saying, you know, Google is, is taking that to and saying, oh, Brazil came after or Brazil came before uh, the to, the transformer, and then uh, USA came after it. So now let me change my search results. And the search result is U.S. Uh, embassy, you know, consulate in Brazil. So it's actually a better result. So what's this all mean? Basically, look, Google's job is, Google's mission is to organize uh, the world's information, okay? So when they release an algorithm, it's, you know, their aim is to make the the results for your queries better, more accurate, more precise, um, more specific to what you're looking for. Um, you, you know, what can you do about this? Really, what you're going to do is just cre- continue to create awesome content specific content, content that helps your users, not content for your search engines or to to game the search engines, right? Gaming the search engines, search engine optimization. You know, when search engine optimization first started, I don't know, 2004 maybe, or or, or really before that, whenever Google came out, that was the first search engine optimization started, right? It was really easy to game the system, 
right? You put white text on white background, stuff the keywords, meta tag, and none of that stuff works anymore. In fact, it penalizes you. Google's really smart. So let's not game the system. It's gaming it only is getting harder and harder. Um, but search traffic is growing. You know, the number of people that are searching uh, is, is growing because more people come on the internet every day. Uh, they use it to, to answer their questions. Now there's voice search with things like Alexa and Google Home. So search traffic is only growing. Uh, queries are, are you know probably becoming more specific. I don't know that for a fact, but it doesn't really matter. Um, so you have to create awesome content, specific content, help your users, and you're going to win. All right, moving on. The online ad world is murky. I would agree with that, generally speaking, as a, as a uh, ad agency. And a group of companies want to fix that. Good. 16 companies are coming together to bring more transparency to online ads. Uh, this is led by the CEO of MediaMath. MediaMath is a, is a leading, maybe the largest, I'm not sure, uh, programmatic ad platform out there. So this is advertising technology. You know, there's a lot of kind of black box when it comes to ad tech, specifically programmatic display, real-time bidding, um, where, you know, you as an advertiser don't really know when you spend a dollar, how much of that dollar is going to actually buying the media versus all the middlemen in between that, you know, purchase that media for you or place it or, or, or what have you. So not only that, there's also a lot of fraud out there. Fraud, you know, from, from smaller ad tech platforms, they could be just, you know, boasting their impressions, just reporting numbers that are not real uh, from, you know, reporting uh, impressions as just impressions, not viewable impressions, right? Like if, if a page, if a web page loads, but your device only is showing the top of it, the, the above the fold, we call that. Well, you know, if there's ads down here at the bottom of the page that have loaded, the, the ad platform is going to say, yeah, that was an impression. But if the user never scrolls, they never saw your ad. So that's kind of like murky, maybe borderline fraud. I'm not sure. There's even click farms out there where you can just hire, you know, uh, people usually overseas, you know, relatively uh, low cost labor to to do certain queries or to go to certain sites, get the retargeting ads and, and see the impressions and click on them. And it's just not it's not pretty. Right. Especially, again, in, in, in the programmatic space. So this kind of coalition uh, uh, is brought together to to add transparency uh so from the advertiser to the ad um, to the ad agency to the ad you know platform and and basically you know possibly move money away from Google and Facebook the two biggest ad platforms uh, on planet Earth I don't know what's happening on Mars I haven't checked we'll ask Elon he might know uh, but yeah Google and Facebook they have the biggest inventory they have the biggest kind of data set so they they have the largest audiences so a lot of all advertisers go there first right. But um, this is actually really good news. It's really good news for advertisers. Uh, it's good news for um, ad agencies. You know, we want to know where our where our clients' money is going, so we can better optimize. Undoubtedly, um, 
and it's maybe not so good news for ad platforms, but I think it is in the long term, right? Like, I think more and more dollars are going to continue to come online uh, into digital ads. I think it'll continue to grow. All the projections say say that's the case, and you know, it. We don't want a place that we don't know where the money is going because that that can only hurt the growth, right? We know that there's ROI to be had. It's just let's let's optimize that and, and let's be fair. Is, is basically what these what this group is saying. Uh, in the group is uh, Oracle, uh, IBM Watson Advertising. I didn't even know IBM Watson Advertising was a thing. Uh, Blue Kai was bought by Oracle. Uh, they're they were I think the biggest uh, data uh, platform, so they would sell uh, data that you would you know want to use for targeting on these programmatic and display platforms. So good news, good news. It's uh, you know the the uh, ad this coalition is coming together to add transparency to the ad world, and I think that's a very good thing moving forward. Last but not least, possibly the most important as it pertains to your website is page speed. Um, Backlinko, uh, a very popular blog, uh, SEO blog actually, but now seems like they're expanding uh, into more digital marketing. Uh, they did a page speed test where they tested 5.2 million web pages and they found the following that a fully load of a web page is 10.3 seconds on average for the 5.2 million that they tested on a desktop 10.3 seconds on desktop and 27.3 seconds on mobile holy smokes that's almost three times longer to load on mobile and that's you know likely due to bandwidth, mobile bandwidth being um, generally slower, but that is alarming. Now, they also found that page weight is the number one determinant of a fully of the page speed. So page weight is kind of, um, you know, how much, how much text is on the page, how much, but more importantly, how much, how big the images are that are loading. There's other things such as the JavaScript and the CSS files and, and other files that load to make the web page work and look the way it looks. But the biggest weight comes from images, right? So huge images that are uncompressed, they are the number one determinant for how, uh, how fast or slow a website is going to load. They also found that third-party scripts significantly slow down page loading speed. You know, each third-party script can, can increase load time by, by an average of 34 milliseconds. I know what you're thinking, <laughs> milliseconds. All right, Arsham, like milliseconds is no time, right? Like it, that's, that doesn't matter, but it does. 10 years ago, and don't worry, I'll update this stat for you. 10 years ago, Amazon did a study and they found that for every 100 millisecond delay in their, uh, in, in Amazon's you know, e-commerce site, Every 100-second delay would cost them 1% of revenue. That's huge, right? So if it's, uh, if it's a whole second, right, 100 milliseconds times 10 is a whole second, you would, or no, yes, 1,000 milliseconds a second, they would see 10% drop in revenue. That's crazy, right? Now, updated uh, that. Now, uh, in 2017, Akamai did a study that said, Every 100 millisecond delay, delay in a website can hurt conversion rates by an average of 7%. So it got 6% worse now, Akamai is reporting. And that makes sense to me because now 
as of I think 2016, uh, mobile mobile uh, connections and searches are out are outdoing desktop. In 2016, mobile took over desktop as as connections and searches on the web. So, in more and more, we're living in this culture of like now, instant, quick. Give me my result. Give me my you know my uh, purchase or whatever. Right? Uh, we. I don't. I mean the maybe millennials of today and the, and the future generation who's going to be making the purchases, they don't remember a time with no internet, let alone, uh, or dial-up, let alone no internet, right? I remember dial-up, and I was thrilled when we got <laughs> cable internet. We could now game. It was awesome, right? Um, but anyhow, let me read some other stats. Google did uh, release an image that, that, that showed that the probability of a bounce increases by how many seconds your page load time is. So if it's one to three seconds, your probability of a bounce is only 32%, not bad. If your page speed is uh, one to five seconds, it becomes 90%, one to six seconds, only one second more, that 90 becomes 106%, and then up to 10 seconds, 123% probability of a bounce. Oh, it increases by 123%. So anyhow, Page speed is really important. Now, what can you do about it? Well, number one, you can test your page speed. Uh, there are tools out there. Google has a tool. I'll link to it in the show notes here. Uh, Pingdom has a tool, tools.pingdom.com. Uh, I'll link to these in the show notes so you can get them directly, or you could just Google you know, Pingdom page speed test or Google page speed test, and the number one result will be the one that you want. That will show you how long uh, your you know, site or page takes to load, and then what you can do about it as well. Typically, you're, going, you're probably going to need a developer for this, but there are tools to help you uh, compress your images and, and you know, remove uh, external scripts that you don't need. Uh, so you can look out for those. But yeah, this is very important. It's, it's, it's kind of a, you know, web developer techie type topic, this page speed thing. But it's the reason it's important for businesses is because it could directly impact your conversion rates. Therefore, impacting your bottom line. So that's it. I uh, covered four things today and I hope you like this format. I'm gonna put the in the show notes we'll put all the links to the different articles that I covered. Uh, give us some feedback. Let me know what you think about this. I, I want to keep bringing the news to you because it helps me stay on top of this industry that's changing faster than our underwear and hopefully it helps you hear what's going on uh, in our world and 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 what you can do about it. So thank you so much for tuning in. Like, subscribe, share this with a friend who's in the digital marketing world, and we'll see you next time on More Than Marketing.